The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the hosts, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonhalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get Get your your money money right. right. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Remember, welcome to Fantasy Island yeah, with yeah. Ricardo Montalban. I had a song on that show. Did you really? Yeah. Fred did the mini car for Tattoo. That's how him and Tattoo became friends. Really? Yeah. The Mickey Gilly show, I had a song. Mickey Gilly cut one of my songs. Do you remember Mickey Gilly? Oh, I remember Mickey Gilly because Fred did the mechanical bull there. He was on Fantasy Island and he was on Chips. Chips? Oh, my God. I used to love Chips. My first husband looked like Eric Estrada because probably because of Chips. Probably because of Chips. Um, Oh, hey. Those of you that are paying attention, thanks for stopping by. We're glad to have you. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, flanked by my producer extraordinaire, Michael Terry. Hello, folks. <laughs> After the fact. And we're going to help you get your money mind right on today's show with these great features, in addition to various and sundry trivia from yeah. 80s television series. <laughs> It's that time, folks. Key seven, break the budget. The moment you've been waiting for. Woohoo! You've been saving all of your receipts. It's time to get those out now. You can look at them. Moolah word of the day. That would be frugally speaking. We're going to talk about how being conservative can help you. Minutes on your money. Um, Yeah, it's so getting time for Christmas. You're like, what? What? I'm still in the summer. I got my flip-flops on. What are you talking about? Yeah, we need to talk about your Christmas uh, budgeting. That's for sure. Trivia question, as always, based on a previous show and last week's key was hope for the best, plan for the worst. And uh, for our key six, and today's guest, we have financial planner Nancy Butler dropping by. As always, we will talk about your money, your credit, and how to get ahead in any economy. We will also show you how to manage your money easier, saving time and reducing stress using these proven techniques for you to create unlimited wealth and happiness. Insiders Club members are automatically entered in our weekly giveaways. However, if you are not a member and would like to compete for great money management tools, for free. Cool stuff. Free. Just answer today's trivia question correctly. So last week's key was hope for the best, plan for the worst. And uh, we talked about plan B. Do you remember this? I'm taking that as a no, you don't remember this. So, uh, well, forget it. You can't win anyway because you're part of the fl- you're part of the flipping deal. So yeah, yeah. you can't win anyway. All right. So this week's trivia question is in last week's show, 
we talked about focusing on plan B because why? So we talked about how we can consciously focus on something and we talked about avoiding things that um, are fearful to us. And because mostly because it's scary or unknown. And we talked about the reason for focusing on plan B and creating a plan B. So do you remember why? Is this coming clearer? Apparently not. So if you think you know the answer to this week's trivia question, why we create a plan B, what is the importance of creating a plan B? You can win one of three ways. First, you can call in to win at 1-866-966-9420, 866-966-9420. Or if you're listening live, you can hop in the chat room. Hi, I'm here. Come visit. And we can entertain the possibility of you having the right answer. Or if you're listening from a podcast, you can still be a winner too. Send us an email, trivia at uywradio.com. That's trivia at uywradio.com and send us your potential right answer. If you have no idea what the answer is, everyone can still walk away a winner. For you, Unlock Your Wealth Radio Nation, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Just visit our website to get started now. Now, today's Minutes on Your Money. I mentioned something about the holidays. Even though it's the middle of summer, it's really important because we have some Christmas financial planning dues to make your holiday season merrier. Now, I know it's hot. Your laundry room is probably filled with towels from afternoons, swimming at the pool or running in the sprinklers. And right now, your current goal is probably to see how many meals you can cook on the grill without turning on the oven and heating up the house so you can save on your summer cooling bill, which is always a good thing. Uh, and then you're also probably trying to stay inside where the air conditioning is as much as possible. And while you have to entertain children who are home from school, and with all of that going on, day camps, shuffling around, oh, and that little thing called work we still have to do while the kids are off. Who's you know, about Christmas. Exactly. <clears throat> Not you, probably, because you're like thinking, well, I'm just right. I'm trying to get my back to school shopping going on. Yeah. Like, I can't even think about Christmas. But it's extremely important because if you were one of those that overspent last year, and if you look at January and February, your credit card statements probably gave you some serious heart palpitations, you might want to get those flip-flops off and get your head in the game, okay? Because it's critical that we start monitoring our expenses. The first thing that we want to do to create a financially sound holiday season is we want to pay off our credit card debt from last year. And if it's inescapable, guess what? Somebody's got to be resourceful this year for Christmas. If you haven't paid any of that debt or made a dent in the principal amount, maybe you've just been paying interest, that's your first priority. You must whittle that debt down. No new debt. You need to commit to no new debt until these cards and bills are completely paid off. So what you need to do is sort out your cards and pay off the cards that have the highest monthly payment, not just highest interest rate because people get hung up with that. Yeah. And you want to pay off the ones with the largest monthly payment because when you get those knocked out, 
then you can reallocate those resources to pay off the other ones and they'll go down exponentially faster. And if you pay off a card that says is is say 10% on a $1000 balance, it's going to be a greater amount of interest than if you paid off a card that was 18% at $300. Yeah. Okay. And so we we get confused and most of the personal finance gurus are like pay off the highest interest rate first. But that's not the best strategy. Yeah. You need to take a look and see what's more important. And it, and cash flow is king. Cash flow is king. And so what you want to do is increase your cash flow. And if you paid off a card that was at 18%, but your monthly payment was only $25, how big of a dent is a $25 payment going to be on another card versus paying off the $300 a month payment? Yeah. That can do some serious cleanup. It might even be balances. It might be an entire balance on another credit card with a higher interest rate. So you got to create the strategy in an appropriate way. Uh, the next thing you want to do is create a budget for all holiday expenses, not just the gifts. Because we think in terms of presents, but is there family travel involved? Do they come to you or do you go to them? And if so, do you have lodging, you have meals and stuff like that that are going to cost you more because you can't cook at home unless you get one of those cool like, you know, kitchenette places where they have the kitchen inside. What are those things called? Those little uh, sweet re- gills? Re- residence inns. Yeah, residence inns, the Homewood Suites. Like yeah. they, they, they have like this little mock little, little apartment. Yeah. Kind of thing. So unless you get in like in one of those kind of things, you know, you're going to be spending money eating out every yeah. meal. Uh, so you got to plan for that kind of stuff. Um, and and it's, so it's not just about what you plan on giving. And this is a good time, you know. And you know, this would probably be almost better to talk about um, next week when we talk about no seasonal exceptions. But you need to start with a card, you know. And is it about the stuff? Or is it about the presence in the E-N-C-E yeah. presence, you know, like as in your physical body yeah. celebrating with everybody versus stuff? Right. Okay. So you have to weigh that in your head. And people go through tough times. Everybody has ups and downs and people get it. And if you made a mistake last year, making the same mistake this year only compounds what you've done. And you, you've got to at some point say, I'm going to break the cycle. So we got to do that. So in addition to creating this budget, this holiday budget, not just the gift giving budget, you need to start creating a little savings plan right now if you plan on spending any money for the holidays. And so, you know, you got like a lot of competing interests going on. So you want to whittle down debt and then you want to save for the new holiday season. Oh, and you got to live in between, right? And it's back to school. You're like, you're talking to me about something three months away. When I've got it, like put clothes on my kid and shoes and backpacks and pencils and crap. So, but we, we, you know, it's going to be here before you know it. So that's why we're having this conversation right now is because we need to get you thinking in those terms. And if you only save a hundred bucks for the holidays, there are so many great things that you can do. And one of the cool things that you can do for a bunch of people, and you can kill like so many birds with one stone is take whatever you get saved, make a charitable contribution to somebody that that will actually make a difference in their lives. And they give you these really cool cards when you do it. And it's, and you send out these cards instead. So you don't have to buy Christmas cards. You send out these cards, you know, in observance of the holiday season this year, in lieu of gifts, I have made a charitable contribution in your name. And how cool is that? And if somebody gets pissed off that, that you did that instead of giving them stuff, 
You need to pull out some scissors. Write them off the list. And cut that person out of your life. <laughs> it's almost like a good litmus test if you think about it. Hopefully it's not your mother. Yeah. Well, in my case, it could be. <laughs> you know, like I buy, because when I have to do things for my mother, they're like so big, like I had to buy her another car. And so like, I'm going to milk that for the next like four Christmases, yeah, yeah, yeah. birthdays, any like major holiday. It goes yeah. 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 I did break down and I got her flowers for Mother's Day, but I'm thinking you're driving the next five years worth yeah. of Christmas, you know. I got the whatever. same thing, thing with uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you have chitlins that... That uh, you just need to close the bank of Michael. Yeah. That's what you need to do. The bank of Michael, anybody who's listening that has the last name Terry, <laughs> the bank is closed permanently. And this was not one that was insured by the FDIC, like we talked about in our updates. <laughs> so you can't go find your account somewhere else. Sorry. <clears throat> Thanks for playing. Rejected. We have Moolah Word of the Day. We have our fabulous guest, Nancy Butler, and Keys to Riches coming up. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Stay tuned for more right after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt again like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on Fort Myers Beach Radio for your morning cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your maven of moolah, Heather Wagonhalls, with your moolah word of the day. And the word is frugal. The definition is economical in use or expenditure, prudently saving or sparing, not wasteful. So this isn't to be confused with 
tightwad. Cheap. This is a yeah, or or in your case, cheap. <laughs> this is to to be. This is a good term, frugal. If you're frugal, then you're like you know you're watching your expenditures and you're trying to get the highest value for the least amount of money, and that makes sense, right? Doesn't oh, it? Oh yeah. So to use the example in a sentence, what your office needs is a frugal manager, one who can save you money without resorting to painful cutbacks. Yeah. So it is a it is a positive word to be frugal, and I like that word. So it's a great, yay, great word. It's a great word. So uh, you know most millionaires are rather frugal. If you read the Millionaire Next Door, Stanley yeah. nails it. Yeah. He nails it. So uh, hey, so let's have a guest, shall we? So I'm excited because she's got such an amazing story. Nancy Butler, while in the process of a divorce with no child support, no alimony, or other source of income, and only $2,000 to her name, she moved herself and her children 70 miles away, and she was offered a salaried position somewhere, but then realized that she was going to be at the top of the ladder if that she accepted that job, leaving her no room for growth. And she wasn't looking for a job. She had mouths to feed. So she needed a career. And that's when she decided to embark in financial planning and an, and the asset management business. And she's here to tell us her story and talk about money management. So Nancy, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Thanks so much for being a part of today's show. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it. I am just thrilled about your book, and I want to talk about it because it encompasses so much in one book. And I love your title, Above All Else, Success in Life and Business. What was your inspiration to write this book? Oh, interesting question. Uh, The inspiration came from a lot of people who told me I should write the book. I am not a writer. I had not written any book prior to that, but I've had a very unique background, and so many people told me that I really ought to write about it, that it would be very interesting read for a lot of people. They could get a lot out of it and could even help turn their lives around and their businesses around so they'd have the life they really want and a more successful business at the same time. Yeah, and you had to overcome some significant challenges. Would you be willing to share some of that with us? Yeah. Um, I eloped at a very young age. By the time I was 16, I was already married for a year and had a child. I was married for about 15 years, and then we got a divorce. So I went from living at home with my parents to being married, and I had never been on my own a day in my life. Now, all of a sudden, I had two children. My husband and I worked for the same company, so we decided that I was the one that needed to leave. So now I had no job. I had two children, and he was keeping the house, so I needed to move from there. So I took my kids. I moved 70 miles and knew nobody and decided to start my own business, which was kind of crazy. Everybody told me I was crazy. I had no alimony, no child support, no other source of income. I had about $2,000 to my name and decided to start an asset management and financial planning practice. (laughs) And the reason I chose that as a career was I figured even if it didn't work out, what I would learn would help me to raise my children. That is a great story. That is truly inspirational. I mean, to think about it in those terms, that was pretty neat. Uh, 
to kind of come up with it. So you had some naysayers, but that didn't stop you. So how did things go when you first got going? When I first got it going, it was very difficult. Um, Again, on my own for the first time in my life, no income, no money, finding a place for us to live, getting my children settled. I have two daughters. I needed them to see what a woman could do, so it was really important to me that they see success. And I knew nobody. Usually when you start a business, if you start it in the area you live, at least you have family, friends, people that'll come in and do business with you. Mm -hmm. I knew no one. So if I wasn't successful quickly, my kids wouldn't eat. So I learned how to be very, very successful very quickly at no cost because I had no money for advertising. I had no money to build an office. So it was real tough in the beginning. My hair turned gray within a year. My face all broke out. It was really tough. But after about a year, things started really going well. And I ended up being able to build the business to about $200 million in assets under management. And then in 2007, I sold it. Wow, that's an incredible ride. I mean, 200 million, that's, that is, especially not knowing anything to be able to, to, to build up that kind of trust in your community and get that many dollars under management is very, very impressive. I would say there's two points to that. First of all, I had never heard of a mutual fund, never owned a stock, never even had a CD. So I really wanted to learn inside out and backwards about these things so I could have my own financial success. Second is one of the quotes I've always lived by when it comes to business is do the right thing in business and the money will come. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted to know how I was going to be paid, where the money was going to come from. I just wanted to do the best job possible for every single person I came in contact with. And I felt if I did a great job, the money would follow. Okay. Well, that's awesome. I mean, and I think that uh, sometimes we do get too hung up in the money part of things and we forget when it comes to the the work aspect that we get focused on how much are we going to get paid instead of how much quality can we put forth to be remunerated, not just for the value that we bring to an hour, but the value that we bring to the individuals that we're doing business with. Exactly. There were all kinds of manuals that told me how I would be paid for every product or service I offered. Um, and I never took the shrink wrap off and I always threw it in the garbage mm-hmm. because I was afraid if I even knew somewhere in the back of my head, even though I didn't want to be slanted towards anything, maybe it would show up somehow. So I didn't even want to know. And it worked out really, really well. Great. So, uh, so you, you, you're living the high life if you sold your business in, in 07. Uh, so at this point, were you in the lap of luxury? Did you have the opportunity to, to not work? Or did you have to work or did you just choose to jump right back into something? Well, here's the problem with that. Um, I no longer have to work as of 2007 and even before that. I don't have to work at all if I don't want to, which is a nice thing. However, I can't sit around and do nothing. 
And I wanted to find a really good way to be able to give back and help others. The difference now is I do what I want when I want. So a few days after I sold that business, I set up my national speaking business. I started writing the book, and I'm a business coach to businesses all over the country. But I pick and choose who I will coach. I pick and choose where and when I will speak. And I do what I want when I want, and I travel a lot. Boy, that's awesome. Well, after we get back from the break, I want you to answer a few questions about the book so we can all learn to live like you do. You are listening to Nancy Butler on Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and we'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm in the wagon halls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on the Jiggy Jaguar radio network for your cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. And I am so thrilled to be joined by Nancy Butler today. She is a business entrepreneur extraordinaire. She is an author. She is also a professional speaker and a business coach to boot. And before the break, we were talking about your incredible ride to success and what brought you here today. And what I'd like to focus on this segment, Nancy, is to talk about your book, Above All Else, Success in Life and Business. So is there a secret to success in both life and business, and is it the same secret? Good question. First of all, it's it's all about, I've always said that you get to pick 
how you see things. In other words, you may not be able to pick and choose how you feel about things that happen in life, but you get to choose what you do with those feelings and how you direct it. So, for example, I was devastated because of the divorce. I mean, I had decided to commit suicide. It was that bad. But I had two daughters, and I couldn't do that to them. So no matter how rotten I felt, I felt I didn't have the right to do that. That would be the chicken way out, and that would be hurting everybody else. I'm a firm believer you can do pretty much anything you want in life if you want it badly enough. And all you have to do is step back and look at what is required to have that and to do that. And if you're willing to do what it takes, you'll have it. And if you're not, then you're really not that excited about it. You're not that, you haven't embraced it. And go find something else that you can be really passionate about. So live your passion and choose how you're going to react to the things that happen to you and make it be a positive rather than a negative. I really like that. You know, in in some of my uh, different talks that I do, I always talk about between stimulus and response, there's a space, and that space is where the power lies. I completely agree with that. I've never heard it said that way, and that makes perfect sense to me. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, you know, um, I I used to be a big, big... uh, fan of Toastmasters, you know, I, I kind of worked my way up. I'm almost done with my DTM and my Distinguished Toastmaster Award, and I'm also in NSA, and I, I was, somebody challenged me to talk about the power of the pause, and they were talking, you know, in literal terms when you make a, a speech, but then I, the more I thought about it, the more that concept kind of evolved, but, you know, in that moment that you have, that pause gives you, that's where the power is. You know, and and so I've kind of applied that, you know, we don't have to react. We can think and respond and be effective in that moment. So Exactly. That's kind of where I got from. The other thing I would say, too, that's made a huge difference is don't be afraid of change and don't be afraid to get out and try things. I mean, I'm probably an extreme example because I'm extremely adventurous. A real good example of that would be I'll try almost anything, and if I don't like it, I won't do it again. Last year, I was in South Africa, and I laid down in the jungle with a live cheetah, and I have a picture of me petting him. He had just eaten, so they said I could lay down with him, so I did. Mm -hmm. And then I had gone with my daughter, and we did a shark cage dive. I mean, I got on a wetsuit, got out in the middle of the ocean. Oh, I want to do that so bad. Underwater camera, got in a steel cage, lowered into the ocean. They pulled food food around us and got pictures of the great whites. Oh, man. Right open, right in my face. You you and I are fast friends now, because I want to go do some crazy adventures like that, and I can't talk my husband into it. He's like, no way. Not only could I not talk my husband into it, I am remarried. Not only could I not talk my husband into it, I couldn't even tell him I was going to go do it, because I went and did it with my daughter. So after I got... After I got back, I said, I've got all my fingers, all my toes, everything is fine. Here's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made it back in one piece, thanks. So we're good. Yeah, I'm kind of a thrill seeker, too. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Life's so short. You've got to be willing to just get out there and give it a try. You, you can't 
you just never get there if you don't even go for it. So you've got to really not be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and go for what you really want and work at the life you really want to have and the business you really want to have. Yeah, I think that's great. So if folks uh, get the Above All Else books, give us a couple of hints or, or tease us with some stuff that they can find in there that they can practically apply to their life. Okay. Um, the whole book is broken down into chapters, of course, and each chapter is a totally different topic and different subject. And at the end of each chapter, there's quotes to live by. So it'll be an example of, here's a problem that happened, here's how I lived through it, here's what came out of it, and here's now how I live because of it. And so... I've had, I only talked to you about a small amount of the things that have gone on in my life, but I've had some major, major setbacks, um, whether it be medical, house catching on fire while we're in it. My father died at 50. I mean, my youngest, uh, oldest daughter had a rare bone disease and couldn't walk for many years. I mean, there's been so much, and that's just a small part of it. There's been so much, but with all of it, I mean, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm still excited about life. I still go out and do anything I want to do, and, and you make life what you want it to be. So with the book, it gives you that kind of inspiration, but it also gives facts. Um, the practice that I set up, as I said earlier, was financial planning and asset management, so there is information in there about financial planning, about money management. There's information about maintaining your independence as you age. Over half of my 1,200 clients were over the age of 60, and I looked after my mother for 12 years until she passed last year. So it's handling, how do you handle all the difficulties in life and what can you do to come out ahead? Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds amazing. And I wish we had more time to talk because you and I will be fast friends for sure with our adventurous nature. <laughs> if, if folks are interested in getting a hold of your book or contacting you uh, about maybe some coaching or speaking opportunities, where can folks find you? My website is www.aboveallelse.org. My telephone number is 860-444-0535. You can buy the book directly on my website uh, at a lower price, or if you prefer, you can go to Amazon and they sell it on Amazon.com as well. Outstanding. Well, thanks again for being a part of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Nancy. And thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. For those of you who are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Nancy's show page and get the linky links to her book, good stuff, and phone numbers. Stay tuned. We have the keys to riches coming up on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. 
Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Heather Wagonhalls here from CrackingYourMoneyCode.com. Tune in to my Unlock Your Wealth update for your daily cup of money motivation. Weekdays at 1225 during the Midday News Report on Corey's Hometown Radio, 1370 AM, WWCB. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she... Your purveyor of prosperity, and it is that time again for our Keys to Riches segment. And I'm totally jazzed about today's show because I've kept you in the dark kind of since Key 2, which was Take Action, Make Assessment, and I said that we were going organic, we were going green, and we were doing an organic assessment, and you're all ready, ready to go and start like adding and subtracting and balancing and making things happen, and then I say, don't do that, yeah. <laughs> if you remember. So, uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, thanks so much for being a part of today's episode. I hope you're getting value out of today's show. The Keys to Riches is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do that one week at a time, one key at a time. And so now we're here at Break the Budget. So we know what we should be doing. We know the three questions and five areas of concern. Now we just have, the rubber has to meet the road now. And what we've been doing is we've been holding off evaluating our cash flow scenario because we needed to make sure that we had an accurate picture to understand what was going on. Because remember, it's not about how much. If you recall the conversation, I was kind of vague, but I said it's not about how much. It's when our mistakes happened and then why. Like what catapulted us into that scenario? What kind of roadblock or landmine did we hit that threw us into these crazy expenditures? Because what we're looking for isn't money issues. We're looking for behavior issues that can be seen through poor money management. Because if you think about it, you know, technically we are all successful at money management. And so if you're thinking, yeah, right, whatever, 
whatever you're doing now is equal to the results you're getting. And if it's the results you have a problem with, then you need to change what you are doing. The only way to change the results is to change what you're doing, right? right? So if you think about, like, do you remember in equations, all right? So you have your equal sign and you have your four plus three equals seven, right? Yeah. And so if you wanted to solve for X, say, so it's like, say, it's X plus three equals seven, right? Right. So what you had to do was in order to solve for it, you had to take the one off of the one side and then take it off of the other side. So you have to take the what did I say? The plus three. So you have to subtract three and then subtract three on the opposite side to get your answer four. And so if you don't like your outcome, you know, your three plus four equals seven. If you don't like seven, you got to change the numbers you're adding together. It's just, that's the only way to change your results is to change the formula in which you're using to get there. And so that's what we're going to do here because we're going to evaluate our finances this week and we're going to figure out exactly what's going on. So if you visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com, you will be able to find a strategy that helps us with this break the budget process. Because we have to remember that budgets are inherently bad. And the reason why they're inherently bad is if you think about it, it's the the French word bouger is actually a little like cocktail purse or a handbag. And so all that fits in it is like a lipstick, maybe your keys, perhaps a small cell phone, you know, maybe a little wad of cash and a couple, you know, identification cards or credit cards fit in there. So you're restricted by what goes in there, right? But so inherently a budget is restrictive by nature, if you think about it in those terms. So what happens in the mind, you know, like logically we're like, oh, well, that makes sense. I should limit what I spend and, you know, so I can create a savings. Like logically we get that, but because this is brain-based financial literacy. We have to go like, oh, no, 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 no. It's not about the logic at all because we are emotional creatures that justify with reason and logic after the fact. I had to have that red dress because it was 70% off and I don't want to be seen at this next event with the same blue dress that I've been wearing and it's all tired and lame and it's getting fuzz around the edges and I just that doesn't work for me. <laughs> My, for those of you that can't see us, Michael's looking at me like I have five heads. He's like, that means what to me? But to every female listener or every male that's had to put up with one that justifies expenditures like that. But you, but you don't understand, I saved 70%. And the guy's like, you would have saved 100 if you wouldn't have gone to the store. I mean, if you get an invitation to a wedding in the mail, the first thing out of the female's mouth is, I need, I need a new dress. period and the guys don't say i need a new suit right yeah because like but a man can change up the same suit with like a tie and stuff yeah and he can look materially different new shirt you know what i mean he doesn't have to go through like the rigmaroles that i mean you know i mean it's tough being a chick come on (laughs) i didn't mean to to turn this into a sexist um, no discussion you know because it could just be easily okay like oh my god i had to have that new big bertha driver yeah. My golf game will be inherently better yeah. because I have that driver. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it can go the other way too. Sure. So in either case, you're making justifications. And you buy it, you buy on emotion and justify with reason and logic after the fact. So, you know, I had to have this because 
And it's usually some sort of imbalance. So, so like you're feeling not good enough, but this particular item externally will all of a sudden be the cure. It's the panacea. It's the magic pill. It's going to make me better looking, you know, lower strokes on my golf game. Uh, everybody's going to be impressed with me. I'm finally going to be accepted into the clique, whatever it might be, you know. And so it's important that we we identify what's going on. So that's kind of like the why when we look for the wins, because, you know, we'll be able to see the patterns. And the reason why we also have to take, and we had to save receipts for six weeks is because we have to get the mindset that goes on because we spend cyclically. So we view, materially view money differently at the beginning of the month versus the end of the month and materially differently at the beginning of the paycheck versus the end of the paycheck. Because what happens when you get paid and you go to the bar, you're like, first round's on me. Exactly. You know, like you're picking up the check for you and all your buddies and then like you're waiting for payday and you're like, dude, can I bum a cigarette? Yeah. How about catching this round? I'll catch you next time. You know, and so like now you're like, okay, so now you're in the poorhouse. But you were in the rich house when you got paid, but now you're in the poorhouse again. And so what we, we got to figure out is what's going on and what can we do? Because this budget that we put ourselves on, if it's not realistic, first off, to what our lifestyles are, um, we're not going to be able to stick to it. I mean, that's the bottom line. And because they're inherently restrictive and because of this whole emotion thing, at some point we deprive, we deprive, we deprive, you know, you're going to cave. So, you know, it's just like dieting and, you know, walk past the chocolate cake every day, every day. And instead of just letting yourself have a little piece now and then, you just walk out and just like mouth the whole flipping cake. And you just sit there in your sugar coma and you got the frosting smeared across your face (laughs) and your kids walk in and you're just like, what, what? And they're like, mom, I want a cake when I got home from school. And you're like, uh, with frosting. I ate it all. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh my gosh. So it's that same thing because you denied yourself. You know, we have this little guy inside of us, the initial decision officer, and it's about seeking pleasure and avoiding pain in this moment. Money management is painful. I'm going to put that off. But, you know, the gratification of buying something new, eating that chocolate cake is always present because that's how we think by design. So we have to be able to use discipline and retrain subconscious behaviors to be able to overcome his tendencies to avoid pain in this moment. But like depriving yourself in this moment is painful. And at some point, if you continue it long enough, you're going to splurge. And then that's when we cause problems. So we have to, instead of having a budget that's restrictive and prohibitive mentally by design, what we need to do is have a savings and spending plan instead. So where every dollar is allocated. And so ideally, when we do our cash flow statements, what's great about the way we do it is the idea is that you end up at zero every month. And and the reason why I say that is we don't want our positive cat. We don't ever want to have positive cash flow because what happens is that creates more of a problem that incentivizes us to cause problems. So we want to pay our savings like a bill. We want to automate it just like we can do auto bill pay for our utility bills and stuff like that. We also want to auto bill pay our savings because we structure it, we regiment it, and we put it in so we never see the money. It just kind of goes because we have to beat ourselves at our 
own game. Because if we have a chance to hang on to that money, we're like, woo, itchy palms. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm feeling a big Bertha. I can I can smell the new rubber smell on the grip. You know, I'm swinging in. It's light. It's got this really nice, cool carbon fiber shaft. It's flexing back and forth. And I'm like, oh, my God, do you realize I will just be queen of the tea if I have this? Yeah. Right? You know, so what we have to do is we have to overcome all of that. And the way we do it is we have to beat ourselves at our own game. So that's why we're going to break the budget and we're going to create a healthy savings and spending plan instead. So I don't know if you noticed, Michael, but did you notice which word I used first in that savings and spending plan? Create. (laughs) You got too technical. In savings and spending, the first word that comes is savings. Savings. So, uh, but that was like pretty clever, though. <laughs> you took me literally. I'm like, whoa, that was good. That's okay, right. word Al Yankovic, word crimes. That was a word crime. Yeah. I committed a word crime. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked a question, and I wasn't specific enough in in the elicitation I was making. So I got the desired. I didn't get the desired result, but I got the appropriate result. Yeah. So savings first. And so we must pay ourselves first because we got to get it out of the way. Okay. Because we will find a way to frivol away all the money. If we spend first and save what's left over, we will never save. It's just the nature of our being. And so that's why we don't want to have this positive cash flow at the end. We want to treat our savings like it's a bill and we, we want to do it first. We want to pay ourselves first. I like David Bach, the guy that wrote Finish Rich. He's like, he says, work the first hour of every day for you. Yeah. So whatever your daily income is. And so what's cool about this is if you work the first hour of every day for you, that means you get to take weekends off. <laughs> That's why I like that. You know, so instead of having to like, you know, save like $5 every day, you know, like, okay, so I make $12.50 an hour. So I save $12.50 for five days and then I get two days off. I'm like, woohoo. I got you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, but then again, if you work two jobs, how do you reconcile that? Yeah. I guess you could still take weekends off. But the key is that you pay yourself first. So whether it's 10 cents of every dollar or his system work the first hour of every day for you, which actually works out to be more than 10 cents a dollar, Uh you know, which is better. But if you think in terms of that, you know, now you're going to create personal self-worth. And while our self-worth increases, so will our net worth by taking that time to save first. And, you know, it's really simple. So if you save a dime out of a dollar, how many cents do you have left over? 90. Okay. So can you manage to live on 90? Are you going to miss that dime? No. See, but most people don't think in terms of that, you know, and I like we do in our dreams with deadline strategy, I like to reduce it to the ridiculous. So, you know, because if you think about like, oh, can I save 10 bucks a week or can I save 20 bucks or 100 bucks a month? People are like, wow, that's 100 bucks. But if you take it back to the fact that it's only a dime of every dollar, Mm -hmm. it's really not that much. And when when you do it that way, you can learn to live without it. And so if you can't make that dime every day or that hour, pay that first hour, then take baby steps. Okay. You know, it's just like when you want to start waking up earlier to create a new exercise plan, you don't start waking up an hour earlier because that'll last for like two days if you even get to the first day. But if you just start setting the alarm back five minutes and then 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, and just incrementally move you back, you can incrementally increase 
your ability to save. And then once you establish the pattern, the behavior pattern of savings becomes in place, then the dollar amount's not relevant. And then when you start seeing the growth of that savings, you're going to be like, holy smokes, I have so much money saved. And then you're going to feel really good about it. And then then you'll get the fever and then you'll want to start saving more and more. So it won't be 10 cents of every dollar. It'll be like maybe 12. And the fever works. The fever works. Right. And you know, and you get you get the fever for the flavor of a Pringles. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> I used to love those when I was a kid. Just pure garbage. Oh, Pringles are great. But uh yes. And I like the commercials now where they make things out of them, you know, like if they have that wreath. I'm like, how do they do that? How do they get them to hang upside down in that wreath? <laughs> so you want to catch the fever. For the flavor of saving, okay? Because it's going to be uncomfortable at first because it doesn't meet in with now me because our initial decision officer wants to spend that money now. And so if you think about savings and paying it like a bill, you are spending it now. And you could just get it, get rid of it, get put it away. So, so what we're going to do is we're going to take all those receipts that we gathered up, all the receipts that we printed out for our kids, you know, when we had to handwrite like allowances and stuff like that. And if you go to the website, you can download the strategy. And in that strategy, you're going to find a worksheet that has all the categories of expenditures. And we're going to do this before we start filling it in to create our cash flow statement of what's coming in and what's going out. We want to categorize our expenditures because this is how budgets start, is they start with a category of expense. And we have to figure out what we're spending first before we can determine whether we're overspending in a particular category. You know, because some people budget, you know, a couple hundred bucks for food, but then in reality, to feed their family of four, it's way more. Yeah. And and so you can't really cut back, you know, unless you just, I don't know, live off of protein shakes. Yeah, peanut butter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, peanut butter. You know, bologna sandwiches yeah. was, was, was uh, or imagination sandwiches. Sometimes we didn't have the bologna and we just had to put Miracle Whip on. Yeah. That's why I can't stand Miracle Whip anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, never, I never liked it takes me back to those yucky days. So we want to categorize everything first so we can see what's going out in what category. Do we have a lot of work expenses that are unreimbursed by our employer that we're going to have to write down? You know, we, we don't always think in terms of that when we create a budget per se. So we create this budget and it's for all of our living expenses, but then we're required to make all these expenditures on behalf of our work that don't even fit in the budget, but break our budget every time. So instead of having circumstances break our budget, we just break it all together and we create a healthy savings and spending plan. And so now because of the way these categories are set up, we're going to be able to see specifically what is going where and how much and when. And then we're going to be able to evaluate whether or not, you know, work expenses are work expenses. You got to do this, you know? And if the stuff isn't reimbursed, like if you have to buy your own black shirts and your own black pants at your work and they require you to have them like nice and crisp and they can't be faded and stuff like that, you get 20 washes out of a garment before it starts showing age or wear. 20. Hmm. 20 washes is the standard. So, so every 20 washes, you're going to have to replace an item. Okay. So if you think about it, especially if you're like in a, in a uniform or color coordinated required thing, you don't have to come out of pocket for those shirts. Okay. But 
you know, in the tax sense that you don't have to just eat that. You can write that off against the income you generate, which is what's nice. And I am not a tax attorney, Mm -hmm. CPA or anything like that. But these are things that you want to consult your, your tax preparer on, but you, but you, but you've got to maintain work expenses. Otherwise you're not going to have any income to cover all the other crap anyway. Right. So we've got to make sure that we, we see clearly what's going on in each category. And then we need to make, um, our adjustments as needed. Now, once we do this, we can take and use our 30-day savings and spending tracker that you'll find in the strategy at the website. And we want to take and we want to now take all of those expenses and put them in on the day they occurred from their category, okay? So, you know, if, if, you know, five days a week you have to pay toll in order to go to work, like if you have to cross a bridge and they charge you toll, okay, so that's going to be, you know, in five days a week, you know, you're going to have that expense. How often do you distribute allowances? That occurs on the 1st and the 15th, or maybe you do it every week. So the 1st and the 8th and the 16th and whatever. So, so categorize them towards the date they occur, because this is where we're going to figure out the when to our our behavioral and impulsive spend, uh, spending or our emotional spending. Cause this is, once we can see it on the chart, you know, we've, we've already uh, identified what categories we spend in and how much we spend and whether or not they're realistic, but just identifying it in the category itself, isn't going to give you the clues you need. It's got to be on this piece of paper that you can see over every day, how you monitor this. And remember that Peter Drucker says, what gets measured gets managed. And I say, what gets managed gets mastered. And if you know what your daily dollars are doing, you have the keys to create unlimited wealth. Because if you don't know, and most people don't have any idea what they're doing every day with their money. Because remember, the brain is lazy. It does not want to think. That's why it creates these behavioral patterns so you can be on autopilot most of the day. Because just think about it when you have to think critically or logically. Remember solving story problems in math? Like, I loved those. But some kids were like, oh my God, I got, you know, can I go see the nurse? I don't feel good, you know? That was you. Yeah, it was you. Yeah, because you were the, the artist kid, the music kid, you know, so, um, so we create these physiological responses that kind of keep us from doing things, but, but, um, you know, because thinking like that took so much effort. And, and, and the brain doesn't like to think it's lazy. That's why it creates these behavior patterns. So you can have efficiency and then it chains them all together. And so that's where we get a series of events that catapult us into this traumatic, behavior problem and then it becomes a vicious cycle and you dig yourself into debt and you're like okay no more debt and then you dig yourself out and you're like oh okay so i'm going to reward myself by going shopping so this is going to give us all of the answers that we need and then we compound that with the future keys coming up and we go back to our fourth key where knowledge is power not knowing is powerful and we ask those three questions, and we address the five areas of concern for the first time with a clear picture of where we are financially speaking. And this is the answer to building wealth over time. 
So that's it for this week's key. For this week's key statement, key affirmation, and key action item, please visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for more in-depth interviews with money experts, strategies, and members-only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and happiness, do what other savvy listeners have and visit unlockyourwealthradio.com where you go to get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow. Become an Insiders Club member today and start receiving the benefits of millionaire wisdom right now. Our show today is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com slash freebook and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player now. For Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2013 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.